This episode of Half a Star is sponsored by Acupuncture and Depends Adult Incontinence Underwear. Both great inventions on their own, but never use them together. Today in a very special episode of Half a Star, we've got not one, but two comedians, Jess Solomon and Iman El Husseini, otherwise known as the El Solomons. They're a comedy duo. That's right, comedy duo. It's one more than one, but one less than three. And they're going to talk to us about how that works in terms of stand-up comedy, but also tell us perhaps one of the most chaotic Half a Star stories we've ever heard. It's as hilarious as it was preventable. But here on Half a Star, that's what we love. Because on Half a Star, bad ideas make great stories. He's Justin. He's Benton. Take it away, Robert. I don't listen because it's a podcast. But if you feel that you must... Here they are then, Ben and Justin. Together they are half of a star. So, Benton. Justin, how are you? I'm doing really well. Do you know why? Why? Because this morning I woke up and I watched uh, Marriage of Convenience, Al Solomon's comedy special on Crave. Watched it, not for the first time, not for the second time, but wow. for the third time. Because I watched it once and I laughed. And then I had to watch it a second time to take notes for an article I wrote for Parton and Pearl. And then this morning I watched it a third time in anticipation of our next two guests. Do you know who they are? Well, I assume that they're probably involved in that comedy special, given that that's what you're talking about right now. If they weren't, this would be a terrible <laughs> and awkward introduction. Listeners, it is my pleasure to welcome to you our two guests, uh, Jess Solomon and Iman El Husseini, the El Solomons. Yeah. Yay, Hello. thank you. We are the yes. presidents of Crave Television. <laughs> and uh, I was going to say this intro was perfect if they had like our arch nemesis on the show. <laughs> so they start talking about Crave and how amazing our special is. And, and they're like, they're, and I don't know who our arch nemesis I was, just I, was say, I was on the edge of my seat yeah, and I got I was like, like, well, you know a couple people. Out of pure curiosity, <laughs> who are we booking next is what I was going to ask. We got to know. I lived in Montreal for a few years. I know some names. If I <laughs> Maybe it could be us. Maybe this is the start of a beautiful rivalry. That'd be nice. I'm there. I'm ready for it. <laughs> thank you thank you so much for coming coming on board as they mentioned they are the presidents of crave they had a great mm-hmm. special on it's a crave. big get it's it a is big a, get. i mean listen we uh we had to put our own special on our own network and some people <laughs> think that that is you know a conflict of interest and right. we just say that it makes for even better comedy conflict <laughs> nepotism you know being yeah. handed things it's absolutely, it's a rags to riches story, truly. <laughs> so listeners, I know- Everyone's rooting for us, yes. yeah. <laughs> listeners, you might be confused right now. You're hearing two voices. We have two guests and we said special as in singular. These guests, they shared a comedy special together, which is not considered traditional in a lot of- sex of of stand-up comedy. Often it's one person, the microphone talking as loud as they can. 
but we have two comedians who shared the stage. Jess and Iman, can you speak a little bit to what it's like, uh, the pair of you sharing the stage together? Well, you know, yes, we are a duo act in uh, in the old tradition of duo acts, uh, except for with a new spin in that we're uh, two wives. Um, but uh, I, I think it's an old, an old timey thing. It was popular back in the day, Nichols and May, I would say, and um, Nichols and May. There, you don't know. I'm an immigrant. History. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like I was around. <laughs> Nichols and May. That were, sounds like they, they were really a famous old. duo act. Yeah. Well, and also. Um, what were they called? Ben Stiller's father George and wife. Burns. Oh, yes. Ed Burns. No, George Burns no. and Gracie or something. What? Jer Jerry Stiller and... Um, and uh, and the guy with the cigar, you guys. Well, no, but... Jo that George Burns, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what, who was he? Were they married? With? <laughs> with, with somebody no. called Gracie or something. Okay, that maybe... Am I inventing this? I'm, I'm looking it up. Okay. I'm going to get on it. No, but... Um, Ben Stiller's dad is named uh, Jerry, Stiller. Jerry Stiller, and uh, what was his name? His wife. And Mira. George Burns Sorry. and Gracie Allen. Thank you. Wow, Thank you. And Jerry Stiller <laughs> and his... wife, and Mira? Yeah, and Mira. Yeah, yeah. they were really great. Yeah. I, I Nichols, that, because they were, Nichols and May, I don't what know where married. What is that? Nichols and Nichols May. Nichols and May, they it's were a very famous duo act. Yeah. Did you guys know Nichols and May? I'm gonna okay. be honest. Thank you. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> since the 1870s, there has never been another duo act until the L. Solomons, which is our, our last names put together, Solomon mm -hmm. and L. Husseini. It was our wedding hashtag. Mm -hmm. You know, as celebrities do, uh, non-celebrities, you of need course. to have a wedding hashtag. And um, we didn't know that that wedding hashtag would become a multi-million dollar business. Um, but... <laughs> Here we are. Uh, With the rights to HBO to stream HBO it. in Canada. We love to see it. Yeah. Nichols and May, L. Solomon. Yeah. <laughs> Made it. Thank uh, you for doing a visual co uh, comparison there, yes. Justin, on what is purely an audio format. Yes. You know, yeah. there's uh, the history of uh, comedy docu-series on CNN, and now you don't need to watch it because we've covered it. <laughs> Nichols and May sounds like the name of a 1980s CBC like kids show. So I just, I just looked it up, <laughs> yeah. and they had three comedy albums in the Billboard Top 40 between 1959 and 1962. So I knew you, you were lying about your age. <laughs> I knew it. The um, listeners, check out Nichols and May, yeah. uh, <laughs> promoted by Comedy Records. Yeah. You're going to want to check it out. Now, I'm curious about this because Justin and I have somewhat of a double act ourselves in that we work very closely together whenever we're in the same area of the world. But we get mm -hmm. to go to our respective apartments at the end of the day and decompress from those creative Smart. challenges. <laughs> Very yep. good. Choice. What is it like without that uh, opportunity, I guess, is my question. It's like a pandemic all the time. It's like, <laughs> it's like a quarantine of your career. You right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> when when the pandemic hit, there were a lot of comedy couples that don't work together necessarily, um, at least not in a duo act who were putting out content together. And I was like, at least at the beginning, I was like, welcome to our world, bitches. You know, <laughs> we've been training for this. Uh, and so, because we had had our, our tensions and figuring stuff out. It's not like, um, I think the stage part has always been pretty 
fun and well-received. It's more like the admin mm. stuff, you mm. know, <laughs> where well, you're yeah. like, well, why didn't you send that email? And Iman's like, well, I was busy. And I'm like, but I've been with you all day. I've been and watching everything you've been doing. You <laughs> have done nothing but play that video game on your phone. You know, like, <laughs> do you even know the password to our website? Do you know that we have a website? <laughs> <laughs> and that was a that was a source of tension. It's true because on stage once we're on stage, we trust each other. It's also it's all the before and sometimes the after, right? <laughs> but during during is not that bad. It's good for about forty five minutes to an hour yeah. every, uh, but well, every so often. At least you can set your clock to that, right? So that's yeah. that's good. You can rely on that anyway. That's good. So how did the duo, the duo act come about? Because uh, were you two seeing, you two were seeing each other before you decided, let's share the stage together. How did that uh, come up in your, uh, in your career slash relationship? You mean seeing each other like, uh, uh, like romantically? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we, so we were both on the comedy scene. We over for two years, you must have before me. There were two years that we were like not interested and we were just, you know, two people on the comedy scene. Um, and then we, uh, were dating in the, like people doing comedy didn't know for four years. So there was four years that we were together, but we didn't talk about each other on stage because we weren't out about the relationship, um, which in retrospect was good because that gave me a full six years to be my own person before I lost my sense of self completely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was only when we got engaged that we told everybody that we told well, in the comedy scene. Yeah. Right. Um, and then we definitely never wanted to work together. We still don't want to work together. <laughs> but I guess people prefer us together. We get more, we make more money. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when we, we, that's how all, we acquired the Crave Network. Yeah. It all started uh, with the BBC. The BBC were recording um, a radio comedy special in Montreal just for laughs and uh, asked us to perform together. And we're like, absolutely not. You had you guys have like seven million listeners, or was it was a world service? So they have a lot of listeners potentially. We're like we can't we never something yeah. for the first time on stage. You know that's mm. crazy. And mm -hmm. um, but this woman Philippa, she was so hilarious and so British and uh, so convincing. So a optimistic <laughs> about the whole thing. Well, yeah. So we've actually never done this before. It seems like the first time shouldn't be a recorded thing. <laughs> And then she said, okay, fine. How about we record you guys together for five minutes, but also record you individually for five minutes. So mm. if the joint set isn't good, we'll just air your individual sets. And we said, deal. We said, mm. fine. We got a deal, Philippa. And, and uh, then she told us all the words we can't say. Exactly. So, <laughs> in her the, British accent. Yeah. She's like, okay, um, just to run through the words you cannot say, you cannot say the F word, you cannot say the C word, and you cannot say cook. <laughs> like, had to mute the call. I know. <laughs> laughing so hard. I love S word, no F word, no C word, and no, no cook. cook. <laughs> I think Mary Poppins. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so yeah, that's how it started. And then um, we totally fought backstage. Because it's also like deciding what jokes you want to do. And sometimes she's excited about certain jokes. Mm -hmm. So I need to set her up for that joke and vice versa. And she usually wins all of the arguments. Um, very type A. And mm -hmm. I'm not even mm -hmm. a letter. So um, <laughs> 
So always tense right before. I mean, one of our fights before getting on stage together early on when we tried to do something together when we were still in the closet for Zoo Fest. Oh, yeah, we were doing. Well, the thing is, is that comedically we started Iman was producing these shows called Kosher Jokes for the Holidays, which brought Jews and Muslims together at Christmas uh, that she was producing with a, a Jewish guy named Jeff Shuela. And um, it was a three city tour. And I was um, the first year of it. It went on for a few years. The first year I was really new in comedy, maybe like a year in. Everyone on the show was pretty new and it was a huge success. Yeah, it was like my fourth and year in comedy or yeah. something. Yeah, and then eventually, like, after a few years of that, once we started, at least in the closet, like, romantically, we started going on the road and doing, and, and at ZooFest being pretty Semitic, which was what we just, that was just the two of us, back-to-back, you know, co-headlining. Co right. And um, and that was also tense. But there was, we had, um, I don't know if you guys know Trana Wintour. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really funny comedian. Um, we had her host our show at ZooFest and play God um, and introduce us. <laughs> we had a blowout fight in front of Tra- in front of Trana that like would make no sense to fight like that, you know, as friends. As friends. Right. Um, right. So, Ugh. I mean, it was just getting to the venue. Like, do you have this, do you have that? I was like, um, I don't I, even remember what the fight was I don't was even about. know, but there was a moment where I was like, do you, um, do you have the boa? We had gotten no. Like I boas. said, do not forget the boas. They're in the car, and then you reply, take the boas and shove them up your ass, Iman, and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> that was right before showtime. We are we make things so awkward for people that are are with us, and you think you know during the pandemic, like, but how did you fight in front of people? You know, um, we prefer when- fighting in front of people, <laughs> witnesses. Right. Have, you know, but in, during a pandemic, you're right. alone. How do you fight in front of people? Well, you know, this is even it didn't stop us. We would be on a text thread and we would fight <laughs> on the text thread. And anyone else on the text thread, be it one person only or two people, you know, would be like, <laughs> that's funny. Leave chat immediately. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> well, it's, so, it's, yeah. it's worked out clearly. I mean, yeah, you got a got a ball and special and uh, you seem happy together and uh, yeah. you're entertaining the masses. The, 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 the challenge was during the pandemic was we then started having this podcast for BBC together. And so that I was like, when I told you that I, I was like, welcome to our world bitches at the beginning of the pandemic. It, it the heat turned up for us once we were had you know these deadlines to send in scripts and and on top of it it was like already now we're a year in we're not like early pandemic where we're like in the woods of Canada you know re- like n- nostalgically eating poutine and just right. you know with our new puppy like at this point we're like back in our apartment in Brooklyn we've been here for a while we're trying to get these scripts in and I mean it's like that that it got it, we each had to go to a hotel uh, down the street alone for two nights. You both had to leave the apartment. Oh my day. God, it was an, it was so bad. An like intervention. Jess, yeah, Jess was so adorable because we so we recorded our second season with the yeah. BBC and it was hell. It was really. Mm. I mean, they became even more uh, restrictive. Uh, they wanted, you know, they just wanted very like bland. It like, wasn't just we can say cock. Yeah, it wasn't. It was more than Coke. <laughs> it was no, Coke no political zero. opinion. Yeah. Coke, Coke zero. <laughs> oh my God, that's gonna be our new uh, Coke zero. That's Coke great. Zero. Um, but Jess was like, okay, let's do something romantic, a getaway together, and I'm like, I think 
the best thing to do if we do a romantic getaway is for you to leave a few days earlier and then I'll meet you. Like we needed time apart yeah. because it wouldn't have been romantic. I mean, you guys know you're in a, re- in a relationship. In a work relationship. Yeah, yeah work you know. Yeah. Although I will say that it's been interesting watching Justin's face during the, all of these conversations because he is imminently about to get married next year. Yeah. I can just sort of see him being like, wow, marriage and comedy. Okay, yeah. this is happening. I'm, I'm playing. I, I was also having some flashbacks of, uh, of me and my fiance. We moved to Hamilton, Ontario, just a month before the pandemic. And uh, stuff just shut down a month later and was like, okay, new city. And it's just us and only us. Like vacations got canceled, trips got canceled. Like she'd get up from the couch to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, this is my vacation. Like this is is my time. I hope she's number two. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's really strengthened our, our relationship in terms of our resiliency as to what we can put up with the with each other. But uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be certainly challenging having to take that and then say, all right, what's for dinner? Okay, taking care of. Now let's go do a show. We got to go do a show together, sharing the stage. So what um with, with your material is it um do you write it together or is it a uh, uh, your individual material like one setting up the other or i'm just curious about the process of uh, what goes into making a lot of our jokes that we i think we combined a lot of the things that we said about each other on stage right plus you know um our cartoon account on instagram that's another thing that we kind of write together or actually say to each other and we're like that's hilarious i'm going to post it on facebook like that's how the cartoon account started the else elements just as brilliant idea um it's just that we would write these status updates and people would be so entertained. Right. And then Jess was like, we should, we should have comics. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. so perfect. But yeah. yeah, but with respect to the but with respect to the act, it's like I think that's a combination of that and that. No, I but I mean the comics are um, little vignettes that um, that we because I think sometimes you have to start small with stuff. And the idea of like writing a a cartoon series or a sitcom it's like oh my god like you're like you never do it so the idea of just um putting out like weekly little back and forth that we would at first had on facebook and then luckily our um good friend and illustrator jesse brown came on to like draw them and then build up a bit of an audience too for our duo act right um on on instagram which has been really great but on stage, I think we, I would say like half of it is material that we would do in our own act about each other. And the other half are um, half star stories um, that can't live without both of us telling them together. Right? Well, that's awesome. And arguments and settling arguments. Well, yeah, yeah I, I'm, yeah, it's, it's stories and arguments. Yeah. But, the, love, but yeah, that's, I love that's bringing, the stuff we write together. Yeah. I love bringing arguments to the court of public opinion and like yeah. letting an audience really like arbit that and like settle it for you. It's great. <laughs> that's actually kind of what half a star was Ben. Like, uh, uh originally, um, uh, this podcast, the, the title half a star was, it came from a, uh, a two person play that we wrote three, four years ago now. Yeah. And it was about two friends who had a falling out over a comedy show they put on together. And then the show was them making amends in real time. So it was more theater than like say stand up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I do. Love there was that. a, there was a section in the middle of it though, where we just sort of stood on stage and listed transgressions. The other one had perpetrated against <laughs> us, but and they were all, all real. True. Yeah. <laughs> so when the, when the audience reacted 
did you get a sense of who was mostly in the right? Yeah, and I feel like we both walked away feeling like either of us had, like we each felt like we had won. I, like, yeah. it was like, <laughs> it's like, damn right, they get me. I was in the yeah. right for this. But <laughs> we, we could exhaust ourselves reminiscing about our own half of star stories. I thought yeah. it was, uh, I thought it was like a reviewer had given you guys half a star and you're like you know what we're gonna roll with this we're gonna own it we're gonna make it ours <laughs> not untrue yeah that was yeah. Uh, that was that was half of the that was like the uh, the invented fiction of the story was uh, okay. the show the show we did received a half a star review and we blamed each other for the half a star and now we're just getting into dramaturgy here yeah. and the idea was we were each other's half star to make uh, a full star yeah it was, anyway anywho now, yeah <laughs> get the feelings out of here yucky so Me? Jess Iman we're super happy to have you here um it's been great to talk to you about your act and about how that all came to be but we we, we need to get down to business yes we have asked you here on the half a star podcast to give us a half a star story you came in hot onto the zoom chat saying that all you have is half a star stories <laughs> we're really excited about it um, it's a celebration of stupidity is, is how we sort of pitch the half a star story to our listeners. Um, yeah, what have you got for us? Where to begin? Our latest half star story. Yeah, well, this is sort of related to and coming out of discussing the end of quarantine, losing our minds with each other, really, you know, being put, even though we work together, we live together, we're married, all of that. Um, we were tested at the end of quarantine because, um, you know, we were getting vaccines, the weather was turning nice, things in New York were opening up and Iman herniated a disc in her back. And- um, Which is completely her and her family's fault. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to- Keep that on the record, please. So um, we are known for herniating discs. No, uh, I mean it's just because you guys, you know, they don't listen. This is the problem with my wife and her and my in-laws. Nobody listens to me. I'm like, okay, hopefully this- they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, do not push me. I know that I can't do that. You know, I don't feel like doing a certain thing. Do not push me to do it. And now. This all started. We just want to include you in and we want to have fun. I know. Or you want me injured. I don't know. So this all actually started with with a false uh, COVID scare. I got diagnosed with COVID in November. And but I had no symptoms. Positive PCR test. Yeah. Which was like really out of the blue. Um, My doctor was surprised. She wasn't even going to test me for COVID. Anyway, called me a few days later, you tested positive. Yes. This one treated me like I was COVID. Like I was okay. the beginning. Hello. She just okay. It's November 2020. <laughs> she has not a, you know, speed test or antigen or uh, PCR test positive. The, the rate of that being false is like 0.03. Less than 1%. Right. We're in an apartment. I don't want to get COVID obviously, you know, there's, we're, we're still months from the bank vaccine mm-hmm. even here. And, um, and I, I could have gone to my mother's apartment. Okay. She wasn't there in New York, but, uh, Iman wanted me to stay here. So I locked her in the bedroom <laughs> where there's She's like, I'll stay in one condition. No, but you know, stay I in the bedroom and do not leave the bedroom. Do not leave. Well, we had to isolate her. 
Okay, like I'm, this isn't like just Jess, you know, decided to do this. This is like the recommended practice mm-hmm. from right. the science yeah. people. Okay, yeah. the science people. And we have we have a bedroom with a bathroom attached to it. So okay. she was in there, and she was living her best life, guys. Living my best life, zero okay. symptoms. I did an acting class. Asymptomatic. Thankfully. Um, yeah, I, I did. Exercise she's she's class. doing a self tape. It's a sex scene. I'm hearing, <laughs> you know, I'm hearing her be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> let's go again. Yeah, yeah smoking a cigarette. You know, she's doing her Zoom aerobics classes, like, woo, yeah, give it up, leg, you know, legs in the air, like, just, you know, and, and then just texting me, like, as if she, like, what's on the menu today? Because all, do- all I'm doing is cooking and making espressos and bringing her wine. And, you know, it's like, a, she thinks it's like a mission. I'm like, well, I, I felt can like make in you- a fancy jail. It was amazing. I'd be like, okay, well, I can make you this or that. She's like, mm, no, I think, you know, I'm really like in the mood for um, like, maybe like a steak and like, <laughs> Truffle fries. I'm like, no, well, wow. okay. She's exactly No, okay. Well, not truffle fries, but steak, yes. <laughs> and um, and also fully just taking care of our dog. So like I'm, you know, cleaning the house. I'm just doing, you know, full time taking care of her. And all I asked, okay, guys, all I asked was for her to open the window sometimes. Because she doesn't want COVID in the apartment. So right. she's like, open air out the air mm-hmm. out the room. So I tried to open one of the windows. We're still in a Brooklyn apartment. It was so hard to open. And I kept pulling, pulling, pulling. And of course she wouldn't let me go. You know, she'll, she's just repeating. Did you open the window? Is the window open every two seconds, right? Because every she wouldn't come into the bedroom, by the way. She would really like show up like this, covering her <laughs> face <laughs> to hand me over the plate. Tells me to stay on the bed, which is far from the door. Wait till she closes the door so I could get up and grab the food. I mean, she was. <laughs> I didn't want to get COVID. Am I? Is that crazy? And you I was, know, I was like, there's no way I got it because anybody I was kind of in contact with, everybody tested negative, including you. And I mean, we sleep in but the so same I bed. I didn't want to get it. Sometimes you get negative and then it comes the next day. Anyway. So I'm trying to open the window because I am grateful to all of the amazing cooking. I'm grateful for how she's taking care of the dog and that she stayed and didn't go to her mother's apartment. But now after like two, three pulls, I pull a muscle, the window opens and I'm done. I'm just like on my back. Oh shit. That's it. That's November. That's November. Oh. So she feels like you've like, and this is after, this is after spending time with your family in August of like jump in the pool, everybody, your nephews, and and they want to see Auntie Man jumping in the pool. I'm like, I really don't want to jump in the pool. I don't feel like a hundred percent. Just do it for the nephews. We didn't know there was anything, but then it was like that. Okay, fine. Then November, the the window, then February. So then, and then Then January with your family again. Okay. Do this exercise. Go into this. Do this. We didn't know falling you, down the it, stairs. It seemed like you had a just like a pulled muscle, but you were still wanting to exercise, do work, like do a workout and stuff. You wanted to? No, right. I wanted to, but it's like, oh, what? Why are you? Anyway. Come on, push harder. Why are you being lazy? I'm not being lazy. I have I February. Have pain, February on her own doing a Zoom workout with a, a trainer that we know. Um, weights, lunges, whatever. Jump lunges. She then it was finished she then was, the next then morning it was like i was sitting down that's it now we're february yeah I, I was waiting to see a doctor i was sitting down in the waiting room they called my name and i could not get up no, oh, she no. Was from so... the chair you also went to like the emergency room she was doing our podcast so like in bed 
uh, like trying to, it was, it was like, I didn't know what nightmare. I had. I didn't know what Finally, I had. Finally MRI comes, uh, and you could see the disc is sticking out and hitting wow. on the, uh, the nerve directly the nerves. And, um, and then anyway, the, to move the story along, um, it's now a quarter of a star right now. Let's bump it up to a half a star. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had planned this trip to go to Arizona and for my birthday. And I was like, well, obviously we're going to have to cancel because she's, uh, she's getting an injection, uh, in her back. She's taking drugs. Like it's like barely, I can't years. walk. Like I can't walk two. walking like three feet would take me 15 minutes. Jeez. And sometimes I would just like freeze. I'm like yeah. standing and I can't move. And I just have to wait. <laughs> no. So she'd go to the bathroom. I mean, so I, none of us, this was also the reason for the hotel. Neither of us were really sleeping because she'd get up in the night to go to the bathroom, which she could barely do. And I, so she'd walk, I'd, I'd be sleeping. I'd wake up to her trying to like sit on the toilet. So she'd like walk towards the toilet and she'd be like sucking herself up like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> And then she'd like try to sit down, but she couldn't. She'd be like, no, 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 no. Oh, man. Not, no, no, we're not doing it. No, no, you know, and like, like three that. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, I was like, this disaster. Okay. Like, I mean, barely recovered from her like non COVID, you know, stress. Now I'm like, again, taking care of everything because she can't. She's no, but I'm like, it. I want to push and take the dog out, but I'm literally she holding can't. my. Uh, she my has to right hold butt butt cheek. she's holding her own ass <laughs> to like walk Duh. forget picking up the poo you of know? course everybody's walking around me in new york and they're like that's new york yeah but i was like i'm going through so much pain You're like no call i don't know so finally she goes to physical therapy and incredibly it helps so much that we decide not to cancel the trip but this isn't the whole thing the trip is like a lot of time in the car like the worst stuff well Driving the flight the is like the, five hours yeah then the Going mm-hmm. back and forth to the Grand Canyon. Then we're oh. like, go to this place. We go to, we top it off with like, um, and this is just in terms of like, you could see where all of this is going, which is why it's such a bad story. And it's just painful and stupid. But um, she just wants to make me happy. So she's like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. And the like, the last activity, which, and at this point, she wasn't fine. Like the hotel knew, <laughs> like we were not even eating dinner at a table. We, they, we were, they had to get me high we chairs. Were, first, we were at a high chair, like, uh, like a, no, like a tabletop, not like a baby high chair. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, like a stool. And then, and then, but then that, and like, then that wasn't good enough. So she was, we were eating dinner lying on like the chaise lounge by the pool because we couldn't sit at a table and they were bringing us food there. Okay. <laughs> And the last thing we did was go on a boat ride, a bumpy motorboat. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Four hours. Four hours. Sure. Why not? Yeah. And, and we, you know what? All right. Of course. Sure. And then, but the way that we arrived there, she was. Well, first of all, they brought the, the S- car. They brought the car that was going to take us to the boat. And it was a regular uh, sedan, you know, sit- like low. small car. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't ride in this. She needed so a they higher. had to get me a higher SUV, whatever. But then she and the SUV were riding like so it's a 40 minute ride 20 minutes in I'm like stop the car I had to go in the trunk lie on my back because I couldn't stay seated but this is on the way to the boat, to the boat. and we were <laughs> and she was still like no 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 I want to do this no because it was like the highlight it was it was, it was gorgeous horrible, but, I mean, no, but it was the it. most beautiful Powell Lake highly Lake, recommend Lake cool. Lake Powell. incredible yeah. yeah so that night it's our last night there and uh we're by the pool again, again no but then our dinner. Even, now we're not even able to sit not by the pool lying down now it's like forget it we need to bring the rest of the food to the room we get to the room and um she doesn't uh make it to the bathroom she's like she's like it has to lie down on the floor 
And this is, you know, time is going on. I'm trying to make her comfortable on the floor. I'm like, we just need to make it through to the morning because we're in the middle of like really in the middle of nowhere between like the border of Arizona and Utah, a very nice hotel, but still like in the middle of nowhere. Mm. And, um, and she's at a, you're, you can't. So I get out of bed to go yeah. to the bathroom and I'm like stuck in between. I can't get back into bed. So she puts a thing on the floor. Yeah. It's hard to get on the floor, but I really needed to pee. So I tried to get up again and now I'm hunched over a chair and I can't move. She's For hunched real, over I'm like stuck. a desk chair and she's fully naked. And she's like, you have to call. She's on all fours. Like, she's like, you have to call an ambulance. I'm like, I. It's 3.30 in the morning. I'm like, can I'm we naked. not? Anyway, yeah. I, I call an ambulance and the hotel comes. I'm like, can I please at least drape like a bathrobe over you? Like, <laughs> But when you have you, like, nerve pain, you can't be touched. Everything like, nobody like, could mm. even be standing uh, next to I'm you. Like, can I terrible. put the pillow? She's like, get away from me! Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. And then this group that shows up, I mean, they turn out to be fine. But the guy, it's um, this very disheveled man uh, who's the head EMT and also like the fire chief and like head librarian of the town. <laughs> it's like fully like a CBC. The school lunch lady uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, it's like full-blown Schitt's Creek moment. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah, yeah. His shirt is like, you know, his stomach's coming out from a few of the buttons that haven't been done up. His hair's everywhere. Yeah. His He's assistant like- is like a woman from the Church of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> you know, like this is like Utah, big yeah, water yeah, Utah. Yeah. And um, and he has a strained back, so he so some he can't even. So like some of the hotel staff had to come and like help yeah. put me and on the now, stretcher because he couldn't do it. It was just like how do we even and get her like, to the hospital? So fentanyl. Yeah. So they're like now he's like pulling at the fentanyl, and I'm like, oh my god, this is such like a bad like after school special. Like I don't like. I'm like this seems really bad, and then and and because and this is protocol, I'm sure, but the way it looks like in mm. that moment where he's looks at the bottle and he's like whatever mil whatever the milligrams are it's, it's like, like this is probably not the amount and i hope nobody yeah yeah they're like oh that's that's gonna kill her no i don't remember the amount but it was like let's say 500 milligrams of fentanyl is this 500 milligrams of fentanyl and then they have to be like that's 500 milligrams of fentanyl mm. and it's probably just a check but yeah. it looks like he doesn't know what it is <laughs> right. and he can't read it without his glasses and you know so now they're like, they're giving her the IV. Blood is spurting all over the hotel bed. The white There's sheets like needles like, shit everywhere. Yeah, it's crazy. They just put her onto the stretcher. Like it just needed to like kill the edge. Like it, the fentanyl was almost like not even making a dip. You know, it was just enough to take a little of the edge mm. off to like get her in the, the ambulance. And um, I mean, we basically spent the night there. I came back, collected the stuff. I had the dog and I... And then we were stuck in this town of Page, Arizona for three nights, at least three nights before she could walk and we could fly back to New York. So they give me the fentanyl in, in the, to get me on the stretcher, then again, in the ambulance to ease the pain. And then again, when I get to the hospital and now they're pumping me with all kinds of steroids, like all this stuff, Valium, everything. Valium is true. Yeah. Every, every medication you could think of. And then they're just like, you know, you did this to yourself, basically. Oh, yeah. you boat ride for four hours. No, no one had any sympathy, which you can Zero. imagine. We're like in this nice, the like one nice hotel in the area. Like all of you could all see this happening. You know, like why would you do any of this stuff? Every red flag in the world. And we're just like pressed on, you know? And then now <laughs> they have to like in the ER, they don't really, if, especially if it's not like a life and death thing. And it's just like pain that you just have to deal with. 
So then we spent like three days in this hotel and then they prescribed me all of the pills possible. Remember? But you I were had like still, 12. okay. And still, you guys, nothing. No. I didn't feel like people, I don't know what the people in the room next to us thought was happening. I was screaming for 24 but hours. But it was like either some wild sex or a murder. <laughs> like it was. It was so bad. You're, I mean, but the, when you were like, no one deserves this. <laughs> <laughs> It was so brutal, but I honestly, I understood how people who have chronic pain end up killing themselves because it's unparalleled. I was ready to, I was like, I, you know what? I'm like, I think I'm going to live. I'm going to be one of these people who spends my life married to someone with like managing opioids and addictions. And like, I'm like, this is going to be our life now. And she's already has an addictive, you know, personality, alcohol, and uh, <laughs> shout out. Just shout out to alcohol. Shout out to alcohol. Slide that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I did that like a morning DJ. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I, I have an overindulgent personality, okay. but the drugs weren't, thankfully, no, thankfully they didn't, didn't give me a buzz. You didn't like that. Because like, I didn't do. Giving them up was like could, so easy. I couldn't believe it. I was like, one case of this fentanyl, it's good guy, Iman, you know, but you didn't care. Like, but I'm not a but drug it's true. person. When you get it, like I'm in that context, it's probably different. Yeah, alcohol and food. So okay. Anyway, thankfully, but also, um, you know, I had to go to this Walmart and this. Hold town. on, because now I can't go to the bathroom, you guys, because I can't move after leaving the hospital again. I can't go to the bathroom. So Jess is like, "How about I get us Depends. I'll wear them." <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know if Jess wants to get me Depends to be supportive or she's actually curious and wants to. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind. I was, I did want to see what it was like. Look, <laughs> we've all been there. We've all been there. We've all been curious about wearing adult diapers. It thing. was a perfect excuse. I was yeah. like, I'm being supportive because she was too proud. She was honestly, mm. she was dragging. She, I, I was I, like, I, I, go, okay. yeah, like I go, I go to the Walmart in Page, Arizona. And I want to tell you, it's like one of those places that you would never have heard of. But the minute you walk in, you're like, I could see this place trending because of a mass shooting like that's the only reason you would have ever heard of like the walmart in page arizona you know and everything you i walked in anyway so i got hurricane i got the depends i got um i don't know i got a heating pad and whatever else yeah and then i got back i insisted you know i I got the depends on her but she was this one was too proud she didn't want to so um, i wore them i just couldn't do it no Mm. so she decided instead to um to crawl to the bathroom on her arms, you know, like as if she was in a foxhole, like just, <laughs> and you know, didn't, you know, don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta see me, like, leave me alone. I'm picturing this wall in the diaper. Just yeah. <laughs> in exactly a diaper. <laughs> I know, I know she's, and then anyway, so finally like that, the, like the last night before things took a turn for the better, um, I, uh, because at this point, I'm like, I need to figure out how you get a helicopter to like airlift her to a proper city with a, mm. on a surgery table. I'm like, I don't see a way out well, of this. Because the next day, so this is happening for 24 hours after coming back from the at hospital. Least. So the next day I had to call the hospital and be like, what the F you guys, like you gave me all of this medication, you pumped me with all the drugs and I'm still not feeling better. And because it's a small hospital in a small town, I was able to get the doctor on the phone. Mm. And he was like, you just have to wait it out. What can I Everyone tell you? Everyone said you have to wait it out, but I just, it, it was so hard to imagine from like, no one deserves it to like that. <laughs> yeah, it just right. kind of, you know, but so that, that last night I, I, uh, I guys, I've never done any meditation. Okay. Guided or otherwise. And, um, <laughs> it just, she was, it was so such a desperate scene and she was lying in the bed and I was, I was holding her hands and I just, um, 
I, it just came out of me. I just started doing this guided meditation, you know, and, and I, I, I was like, think about you know, the parts of your body that don't hurt, you know, think about where you don't have pain, you know, think, think of your fingertips or your, your ears, or like, you know what I mean? And, and just like, slowly she started just um, falling asleep. And then, and then I didn't, I didn't move. I just planned out like, I guess, you know, how do I get a helicopter? And then um, the next morning she woke up and she could walk to the bathroom. She could just put her feet on the ground and she could just, because that's another thing during the pain, you guys, I couldn't like even the gravity of moving my foot, just feeling the gravity of the screen. Just that. Mm. So it was so nice that the next day I'm like, I'm walking to the bathroom. This is great. Like I wasn't a hundred percent, but just the I mean, ability mm. to get out of bed. And I felt walk. like so powerful. I really, I felt like an evangelical <laughs> priest, you know, yeah, where right. I was, was like, going to say, you might've, there... you might've healed her. That's uh... I know. Yeah. It Thank been you. The combination of, yeah. of the drugs and your meditation. The thing is, is that I am very good at putting people to sleep, she uh, is really including good. with it's my true. stories. Yeah. And, uh, Mom, she has a soft voice. <laughs> at sleepovers growing up, my friends were like, tell us a story. So I was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I, uh, I gotta say, Justin, um, we really missed the boat on having a half a star bingo card. Because there are certain themes in half a star stories over the last couple of years we've been doing this podcast that have reoccurred. Yep. We've had medical emergencies. We've had uh, bathroom dalliances with incontinence. We've had uh, screaming. We've had illicit substances. We've had all that, that kind of stuff. We've had married couples on vacation together many times. That's true. That is true. This time was the first time ever that I've been like, wow, if I had a bingo card for half a star, the whole thing would be colored in. And I think (laughs) I think the center square on all of those bingo cards is it was preventable. (laughs) 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 We're going to keep going to Arizona. Not like. Yeah. It makes me want to go to Arizona. It's amazing. (laughs) Honestly, guys, it's worth it. Yeah. It was a lot of pain, but one of the most beautiful trips I've ever. I'll send you guys a picture for when you promote. If you want to promote it with a picture of Arizona, of me on the boat, we have a perfect one. Yes, we have a perfect. All the pictures, I'm like, she's smiling and happy, and I'm like, she's like (laughs) really like looks in so much pain, but trying to smile. It's. (laughs) We are more than happy to make our Instagram a dedicated slideshow to this vacation. That was wow. Like. I did other good any good things happen like uh on the trip did you go to the Grand Canyon with we your did. back and that probably that was the start of uh of uh of everything down. down downhill mm. <laughs> it's going to yeah it's going to we, we our dream is to go back uh like get Iman and Rocky fighting in shape and I'm go trying. back and Pilates. do like and do like all of it again but yeah. you know the way we would want it to happen yeah have a meal and, at a table for once. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and that oh, was yeah. that was this year, was it not? Like this In early May. That was like oh, wow. three okay. months that was, ago. That was like three months ago. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. Wow. <laughs> well, so she's now then we got back. She got back to physical therapy, acupuncture, and you've been acupuncture is good. another thing that I'm it's so hard for me to relax. I'm a naturally a nervous, tense mm. person. 
And acupuncture is the first thing that I've done in my life where I've completely passed out. Like I can't Don't forget my meditation. Of course, you're, I mean, you really relax me. I think that's one of the reasons I married you. I mean, you drive me nuts, but you're also very, you relax me. <laughs> uh, but acupuncture, you guys, miracle. Mm. So mm. good. Yeah. Shout out to acupuncture. I think, totally. I think Justin, I think acupuncture is sponsoring this episode. I, I was going to suggest depends, but oh, okay. either way, either way, we'll figure it out. One or the other, never both. That's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to mix your depends and acupuncture, but that, uh, that is a five-star half a star story. Yeah. I'd say, I think that, uh, has its own spot in the, in the hall of fame. So mm-hmm. we've set the bar even higher for season two. So listeners, Listen up. You got to keep track. Yeah, I want the listeners to keep tally on their favorite half a star stories this season because, Ben, I haven't said this to you. They're going to tell us our favorite, I think, by the end of this season, whenever the oh, end of it is. Okay. I think they will. Because that's, that's, that's great. That's a that's, great idea. That's engagement. <laughs> <laughs> that's now, how you get a loyal following, right? But there. you guys need a prize, though. The prize uh, is depends. We'll send, them, we'll, we'll send them a pack of depends. Pack of depends. <laughs> and a trip to Arizona that they get Ooh. to pay for. All right. Yeah, there you yeah, go. They pay for it themselves. Now, speaking of engagement, we want to engage our listeners with whatever else you folks are working on uh, uh, co- comedy-wise. I know your, your uh, comic strip page is, uh, is really cool, really interesting. We'll direct them there. But is there any, uh, anything coming up, any gigs, any shows that they should have their eyes on? We're going on the road in the fall, which I'm, I'm so terrified we're going to have to cancel because yeah. of the variant. But mm. hopefully, we'll be, we're doing a show together in Memphis on nice. October 21st as our duo act. Um, but we have some other uh, shows also. In September, um, we're opening for Patent Oswald. Yeah. So oh, check, wow. Uh, That's yeah. awesome. Check our uh, websites or have you up? We're updating our websites. Check our Instagram, our link tree. <laughs> no, your own website. Anyway, I know I couldn't barely get back into my own one after. The I don't know if it's the variant you have to worry about. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you for Patton, we're not. I don't think we're doing our duo act. We're each doing individual sets. I think we'll overlap a bit. Okay. Anyway, Maybe the cities the that we're going to be in, if this rings a bell for anyone that listens, we're going to be in New Haven, Connecticut, and Medford, Massachusetts, Detroit, and Minneapolis. Those are the Sweet. four cities this fall for him. Um, and what else? I would say if you are near uh, New York, I have a monthly show called Sandwich at Union Hall, third Saturday of the month. Third Saturday of the month called nice. Sandwich. Now, believe it or not, we actually, Ben, like we've looked at the back end of our mm-hmm. analytics. For some reason, we do have American listeners. Uh, yeah. <laughs> none of our friends listen to this, but That's people <laughs> who we don't know seem to listen to. Yeah. So. You know, it's a numbers game. We and we're, we're doing all right, but we'll make sure to promote this and uh, any any listeners, any supporters that are in the United States. Please check out their work. Be safe about it, for the love of crap. Come on, we don't. We, it's been too long. This friggin' pandemic. We we're gonna stick together. 
somehow. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not a doctor. Most Canadian, uh, like, get, I'm, guys, I'm getting serious. I am, I am disappointed in you. I, yeah. I'm beginning to think about. I'm yeah, beginning I'm beginning to, think, to about, think about maybe not being too happy about this. I got some opinions. <laughs> I look like a tired Mr. Rogers. I don't, I'm not that, not that threatening. I look like a laid off librarian. But, but uh, is there, is there any, the BBC show, the podcast, is that something you do still regularly? No, we had our two seasons. I don't okay. know if we're doing any more seasons. Yeah. They haven't come back to us about it. And mm. uh, I'm not sure. Anyway, now that we're getting back to like regular life, I don't know, unless we go back in lockdown, maybe there'll be a season three. I have no idea. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah it, it's interesting for Ben and I, because this project began last year at the start of the pandemic, where we would invite guests on who we knew had nothing better to do to, co- than to come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and now that life is uh, starting to build a, a new normal and people can like go outside and do stuff again. Now we're like, oh, we still got this podcast. So we got to <laughs> figure out what to do with this. So to that end, we're quite grateful that yeah, uh, you really appreciate the, it. Yeah. Give up some time to yeah. be goofy with us and share an awesome, awesome half star story. <laughs> so Guys, uh, we had so much fun here with you. And um, I guess we want to say uh, keep listening to this podcast and definitely Aww. listen to your body and get vaccinated <laughs> and get vaccinated please get vac- i am grateful you came here thank you so much thank yeah. you that was another awesome half a star story we're really lucky that we got to have jess and iman so busy and so wonderful uh any american listeners please be sure to check out their work on the interwebs hopefully they can remember the password to their website but Regardless of internet nonsense aside, they're opening for Patton Oswald, which is great. And if you want to go see him, get vaccinated, be cool, wear a mask, you know, just play by the rules. It's all I'm asking. It's not yeah. too much of me to ask, right? Absolutely. I don't think so. I think, listen, it's been almost 18 months now. I think we can all just play by the rules and maybe we can just care about other people for once in our lives. Would that be too much to ask? I don't think so. Apparently, for some people, it is. Luckily, they probably anyway, don't folks, to this podcast. <laughs> but you do. Yeah. And that's what's important. So thank you so much for stopping by another episode of Half a Star. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. It's been an absolute pleasure having Jesse Mon as well. And you know what, Justin? It's hmm. been an absolute pleasure having you as well. Oh, go on. Don't. Wait. Hmm. I was about to say, don't go to the park, but you should do that. Yeah, go to the park. Yeah, you know what? Hey, I don't care if you go to the park. Just get the vaccine. Wear a mask. Every child matters. Black lives matter. Trans lives matter. Be a good person. Eat your vegetables. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.